بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن ولا أما بعد. We continue now, barakallahu fikum, with the explanation of Umdat al-Ahkam, our lesson in Fiqh, in Fiqh al-Hadith, with uh, the explanation of ulama, of the Sunnah, as relates to various rulings pertaining to purification. And I believe the Hadith and the narration that we uh, on at the present time is the hadith of Abi Musa al-Ashari radiyallahu an qala ataytu nabiyya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa huwa yastaku bi siwakin ratbin qala wa tarfu siwak ala lisanihi wa yaqul wa huwa yaqul ugh ugh wa siwaku fi fi ka'annahu yatahawwa and this is the final hadith in the chapter or the sub-chapter of As-Siwak where Abi Musa radiyallahu an who is Abu Musa Abdullah, his name is Abdullah ibn Qais Abdullah ibn Qais al-Ashari radiyallahu ta'ala anhu al-Qahtani he said that I came to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam whilst he was using the miswak and he was using the soft miswak, the green and soft miswak, and the tip of the miswak, he would use it on his tongue to clean his tongue. And as he's cleaning his tongue, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he would he would make the sound er er, the sound er er, whilst the swak was in his mouth. Just as if he was about to uh, vomit. Uh, in this hadith, there are benefits that we can extrapolate and, and, um, and benefit from on top of that which we've studied in previous chapters of um, this uh, sub-chapter of uh, Siwak. And first thing we're going to mention, point number one, we're going to study and read together is the Tarjama of the Rawi. This is the first narration in this 20th narration in Umdat al Ahkam. And this is the first narration of Abu Musa al Ashari radiyallahu anhu, illustrious companion of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And he, uh, his name is Abdullah ibn Qais. His name is Abdullah ibn Qais uh, al Ashari al Qahtani from the Qahtani tribe of the Arabs. Uh, and uh, he came to Medina and he embraced his, uh, to Mecca and embraced Islam and then he went to his people and then he brought 50 of them to the messenger وسلم, in Medina when it was the, the conquest of Khaybar and he was one of the Quran and those reciters of the Quran that his recitation was was beautiful, and he was known to be the one, uh, the the best of the reciters from the companions. Anhu. The Messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam made him a governor in Yemen. He made him a governor governor in Yemen. But when the Messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam, when he died, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, Abu Musa 
he came to Medina and uh, he fought in uh, many battles uh, with uh, Umar ibn Khattab anhu, like in Basra and also he fought in Sham and he was indeed uh, uh, taken off his position in Basra by uh, uh, Uthman ibn Affan uh, anhu, and then he was moved to Kufa he was moved to Kufa and he was Barakalafikum from the people of Fiqh, from those who had ilm, and he spread the da'wah in all the areas that he went to, radiallahu anhum, from his people to Sham, to Basra, and Kufa. And he, radiallahu ta'ala anhum, he died in the year 44. He died in the year 44. The second. Um, point of this that we're going to deal with today inshallah regarding this hadith is the topic for the hadith and uh, Sheikh al-Alam Muhammad ibn Saleh Uthameen rahimahullah ta'ala has brought a nice concise chapter heading or title for this hadith and that is Bayan Mawdu'il Istiyak and this is the, an additional benefit we can take f- from this hadith um, surplus to that which has been mentioned in the previous narrations and that is the clarification of where we actually do use the miswak in our mouth. Where do we do istiyak? Where do we clean our mouths with the miswak? And this is clarifying this. This has been clarified in this hadith. This has been clarified in this hadith. So that is the title. Bayan Mawdu al-Istiyak. The place that the siwak is used in the mouth. Point number three, and that is that the Messenger Sallallahu he used to use the siwak rigorously in that um, he would uh, occasionally make that sound, uh, uh, and that sound you can imagine if you was to stick something down your mouth, you make that sound, uh, uh, meaning that he would be cleaning thoroughly his mouth Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam cleaning his tongue and no doubt that which it incorporates is cleaning his tongue and also cleaning his gums cleaning his whole mouth sallallahu alayhi wasallam and Abu Musa with his diligence and focus on the actions of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam he said ka'annahu yatahawwa ka'annahu yatahawwa he said ka'annahu yatahawwa yani taqayyu is salt, like he is almost vomiting, and the sound that one will make when they're vomiting, he would do that, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, showing the places in which he, sallallahu alayhi wa would uh, use the miswak, and that is his tongue, and clearly to the back of his tongue as well, hence why uh, he made that sound, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Finally, we deal with together some benefits that we can take from this hadith. The first is the legislation, Mashariya to a Tasawwukfi or Ala Lisan, and that is the legislation of uh, of using the miswak on one's tongue, not just your teeth. So you use it on your tongue and you use it on, on your gums and you use it on your teeth essentially now. And this clearly is shown by the sound that the Messenger وسلم, which means that he covered his whole mouth especially to the end of his tongue وسلم, 
point number two or benefit number two that we can take from this hadith is the legislation of rigorously cleaning one's mouth and making emphasis in that and not just smooth, just, just quietly uh, 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 cleaning one's mouth with the siwak but no, rigorously cleansing the mouth this is from the way of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and an interesting point is point number three and that is the permissibility of using the siwak in the presence of others the permissibility and the legislation of using the siwak in the presence of others and I ask how is this taken from this hadith and you will say that the narrator saw him وسلم, and the messenger did this in his presence in fact he heard the sound and it's not considered bad manners it's not considered bad manners because the Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam was indeed high in in character and etiquette, and he sallallahu alaihi wasallam uh, did this tasawwuk and using the miswak in front of Abu Musa uh, radiyallahu anhu, and also uh, previously in uh, hadith of Udayfa, and of course in Aisha radiyallahu anha. Naam. He would do this وسلم, in front in his, in, when he was in his deathbed وسلم, in front of others and it's not considered bad manners even if the sound uh, uh, came out that sound showing the rigorous cleaning and using of the miswak so much so the sound uh, uh, would come this is not from bad manners indeed this is legislated and was from the actions of the best of creation Muhammad ibn Abdullah with this we completed uh, the sub-chapter of the Siwak and we move on now to Bab al-Mas'hi al-Khuffain we move now to the chapter of wiping over one's uh, leather socks and this is an important chapter with various narrations from the Messenger وسلم, as it relates to wiping over the socks and we'll take inshallah the two narrations that um, uh, the Imam Maqdasi rahimahullah ta'ala he mentions and that which should be known is that using or wiping over one's, one's uh, 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 khafain, the leather socks is indeed legislated and as mentioned it is mentioned uh, uh, in many narrations of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and it's placed in this chapter of Tahara because indeed it's an act which is done during Wudu and as we know the Wudu is part of Tahara and this Barakallahu Feekum is uh, an important uh, Sunnah of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in which the people of Bid'ah like uh, the, the Rawafid they opposed and they used their intellect uh, uh, ahead of the text so some of the books of Aqeed and methodology like the Sharh uh, Sunnah of Al-Imam Al-Bahari they mentioned the affair of Al-Mas' Al-Khuffain and wiping over your two, uh, the two socks, the leather socks uh, in order to show that the people of the Sunnah they emphasized this to oppose the people of Bidah that rejected it so it's become an affair where the people of the Sunnah have mentioned this in various various works in order to refute the rejectors of the Sunnah of the Messenger that so much that they rejected 
the narrations pertaining to the Mas al Khafain wiping over one socks. The first hadith that is mentioned in this in this sub chapter, which is the chapter of, of wiping over the leather socks, is the hadith on an Mughayra ibn Shu'aba radiyallahu an qala kuntu ma'a nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam fi safarin fa ahwaytu li anzi'u aw anzi'a khuffayn faqal da'huma fa inni adkhaltuhuma tahiratayn fa masaha alayhima and that is that Mughira al-Mughira radiyallahu ta'anhu sahabiyin jaleel and his name is Mughira ibn Shu'ba ibn Abi Amir ibn Mas'ud al-Thaqafi radiyallahu an and he said that he was with the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam on an expedition or a trip and he stooped down to remove the khafain of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he stooped down to remove the leather socks of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam whilst he was making wudu and the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he said that huma leave them both you need the socks for inni adkhaltuhuma tahiratayni because I entered them upon wudu, so meaning that he can wipe over them. فَمَسَحَ عَلَيْهِمَا And then he wiped over his uh, socks, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This is an authentic hadith, barakallahu fikum in Bukhari, a Muslim, which the people of Bid'ah, like the Shia and the Rawafi, they reject. It's authentic. And Al-Mughira, Ibn Shu'ba, Ibn Abi Amir, Ibn Mas'ud, Al-Thaqafir, radiyallahu anhu. Authentic narration, authentic hadith. And Imam al-Bukhari, rahimahullah ta'ala, he mentions this in Kitab al-Wudu. In the book of Wudu, under the, the chapter, إِذَا أَدْخَلَ رِجْلَيْهِ وَهُمَا طَاهِرَتَانِ And if he enters, and he sucks with his feet, meaning he puts his, his, uh, his socks on, whilst he's in a state of Wudu. Whilst he's in a state of Wudu, meaning the hadith here of uh, al-Mughira shows the ruling on that shows the ruling on that. After this, Barakalafikum, we deal with some points. And the first point we're going to mention is uh, the narrator. And the narrator is Al Mughira ibn Shu'ba, as mentioned before. He's Ibn Abi Amir, Ibn Mas'ud Thaqafi. He embraced uh, Islam in the year of Khandaq and he migrated. And he was from those who fought in, 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 the, in the way of Allah Taala, and he used to serve the Prophet وسلم, as is mentioned in this hadith whilst he was doing wudu he would serve the Messenger and he was a governor as well in Basra and also Kufa twice and he died in the year 50 he died in the year 50 radiyallahu anhu point number two and that is that um the title or heading that we can give to this hadith the title or heading that we can give to this hadith and that is bayanu hukm al-mashi al khuffain and that is clarifying meaning the ruling on wiping over the let one's socks or leather socks as khuffain is known as and that is the chapter heading the ruling on wiping over one's socks any leather socks as is khuffain as khuffain is known as that Point number three. Point number three, Barakallahu Fikum, shows in this uh, in this hadith, uh, Al-Mughira radiyallahu anhu, 
helping the Messenger وسلم, serving the Messenger وسلم, in wiping over or in, in wudu and this shows the etiquette of this Sahabi Al-Jaleel the, um, the father and the virtue of him in serving the Messenger and likewise it shows the permissibility and the noble act of serving one's teacher as the ulama so aiding the ulama carrying the books of the scholars carrying their bags aiding them for the knowledge that they have given to us this is indeed from the way of the sahaba radiyallahu anhum showing us the etiquette of the talib al-ilm with their teacher with their scholar how we treat the ulama how we treat the people of ilm and that is to serve them and to be humble in doing so as he radiyallahu anhum who became a governor in basra he became a leader here in there in Basra, radiyallahu anhu. But yet he was indeed from the companions that helped the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and served the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when he was doing wudu. And this is indeed a proof for this and showing the good etiquette of the student of knowledge with the scholars. After this, barakallahu feekum, um, we mentioned that the Shia they opposed, as, as mentioned previously, the uh, legislation or opposed the wiping of the feet. They opposed the wiping of the feet, or sorry, wiping of the socks. This is an opposition placed by and taken by the Shia, the Rawafid. And they opposed the consensus. Not only is there proof in this hadith from the Messenger, وسلم, and not only is there proof in the Quran but likewise Allah's from his ni'mah that there's a consensus also from the people of the Sunnah there's a consensus from the people of the Sunnah as it relates to um, wiping over one's socks and that consensus has been mentioned by Ibn Mubarak Abdullah ibn Mubarak radiyallahu ta'ala and also ibn Mundir and likewise ibn Abdibar and also al-Baghawi ibn Qudama and also al-Nawawi and this is important to know it's important to know the consensus on certain affairs or those affairs which consensus has been established and we need to know where we get them from and that's from the scholars because we know that the the usul is the Quran the foundation is the Quran and the Sunnah and the consensus the Quran or Sunnah well the Quran and the Sunnah and the consensus as the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said let tajtami ummati ala dalala that my ummah will never come together upon deviance. Will never come together upon deviance. So therefore, um, knowing the consensus on certain affairs is important. And the scholars who are known to give consensus and authentic consensus are the likes of Ibn Abdibar and also uh, uh, Ibn Qudama and likewise uh, An-Nawawi rahimahullah ta'ala and Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah in his Majmu' 
and in various works has quoted consensus as well and on a lesser degree Ibn Qayyim so we need to take from the scholars the affairs of consensus there are books that have been authored showing the affairs which there has been no differences in fiqh the consensus in fiqh the consensus books that have been authored and it's important to know this and the Shia they oppose this consensus not only did they oppose the Quran and oppose the Sunnah they oppose this consensus so it's triple deviance it's triple deviance as relates to the Sunnah we know the hadith here of Al-Mughira and also the hadith that we're going to study uh, and Hudayfa radiallahu anh these are proofs showing the legislation of wiping off one sucks also we have proof in the Quran we have a proof in the Quran and that is a statement of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu idha qumtum ila as-salati faghsilu wujuhakum wa aydiyakum ila al-marafiqi wamsahu bi ru'usikum wa arjulakum ila al-ka'bayn this verse in Surah Al-Ma'idah Surah Al-Ma'idah verse number 6 in it is a proof of wiping over one's socks or the khafain how is this the case and that is that when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says وَمْسَحُوا بِرُؤُوسِكُمْ وَأَرْجُولَكُمْ okay so in this verse in Surah Al-Ma'idah there's two, there's two points the first point is Allah says فَغْسِلُوا وُجُوهَكُمْ that you should wash your face so wash, washing comes on the face. وَأَيْدِيَكُمْ Washing comes with the ha- washing your, 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 your hands and arms. Uh, and now we come to مَسْحْ بِرُؤُوسِكُمْ Wiping your, your head. وَأَرْجُولَكُمْ and, he, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says وَأَرْجُولَكُمْ And أَرْجُولَكُمْ here has فَتْحَ أَرْجُولَ لَ so in this qira'ah, in this recital, this goes back to the verb فَغْسِلُوا So it's an object here, and the verb is فَغْسِلُوا meaning wash your feet. And in another recital, it's لِكُمْ So the lamb has kasra. So when it has fatha, it means it goes back to the verb the action verb of فَغْسِلُوا wash meaning how we wash our feet normally and then when it has kasra in the qira'ah another qira'ah which is uh, quoted uh, by um, Abdullah ibn Mas'ud in the narration from Jabir ibn Abdullah radiallahu anh the qira'ah is أَرْجُلِكُمْ أَرْجُلِكُمْ uh, وَمْسَحُوا بِرُؤُوسِكُمْ وَأَرْجُلِكُمْ So here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said وَمْسَحُوا And wipe your head بِرُؤُوسِكُمْ وَأَرْجُلِكُمْ And wipe your feet So when it's got kasra is ma'atuf is a conjunction of wa which is like and in the English language a conjunction which means it follows that which came before and that which came before was wiping one's head so therefore with the wow here which is بَرَكْلَفِكُمْ um, a conjunction of and this goes back to the same verb used before the wow and that is wamsahu wiping so in this is a proof in the Quran that one is legislated to wipe your feet and the sunnah 
made clarification as to how this is done and that is the hadith of Al-Mughira uh, Ibn Shu'bah So I repeat, in this verse indeed there is washing of the feet as a proof in Surah Ma'idah verse number 6 and also proof of wiping and it's to do with the Qira'ah, the different recitals. The first recital where Arjulakum is Ma'tuf which is Mansub and is Maf'ul is uh, an object and this Barakalafikum is um, uh, from the verb Fagsulu, wash your feet when it's got the Fatha on the lamb Arjulakum and when it's got the Kasra or Arjulikum this is Ma'tuf uh, and it's a conjunction from Barakalafikum Biru'usikum Yani Wamsahu Biru'usikum Bi with the the Harfujar Ru'usikum Sikum So the head has Kastra and uh, which is being wiped over and likewise the Arjulikum has Kastra meaning that's been wiped over as well and it follows the same ruling and the same verb that affected and was used for the head which is wiping is used for the feet uh, when here, Barakalafikum, that which is intended here is with the socks because the Sunnah clarifies this. The Sunnah clarifies this. So it's a proof here uh, which I hope is clear for my brothers and sisters in the Quran and also the Sunnah and the Hadith that we're studying here as it relates to wiping over the socks. And um, likewise, on Khafain, the leather socks specifically which has been clarified in the Sunnah of the Messenger وسلم, in the Hadith of Al-Mughira and likewise in the Hadith of Hudayfa uh, which is the second Hadith that we're going to study and we'll go to that Hadith now as well Barakallahu uh, Fikum due to its connection to the previous Hadith and that's the next Hadith and Hudayfa uh, uh, Ibn al-Yaman who we've dealt with and, and studied his uh, Tarjama uh, where he said he likewise he said that I was with the Messenger وسلم, on a journey. And that is that he uh, used the, the toilet, he urinated وسلم, and then he done wudu and he wiped over his um his uh, leather socks. He wiped over his leather socks. Okay, this hadith, Barakallahu Fikum and Hudayfa, is similar to the previous hadith of Al-Mughira and it shows the legislation of wiping over the socks. But what we're going to do now, Barakallahu Fikum, is some specific affairs after these two narrations. Um, the first is, um, um, Barakallahu Fikum, is the Messenger وسلم, in both these narrations, he wiped over his, uh, his, uh, his socks um, whilst he was travelling. But we have another narration from Ali ibn Abi Talib radiyallahu ta'ala anhu qal ja'ala nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam thalathata ayyamin wa layaliha lil musafir wa yawman wa layla lil muqim yani fil mashi ala khufain akhrajuhu muslim and that is that he said radiyallahu an in the hadith which is in sahih muslim Ali ibn Abi Talib radiyallahu anhu cousin of the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said that the prophet sallallahu alaihi legislated that there's 3 days and 3 nights for the one that is traveling meaning the one that is traveling 3 days for 3 days and 3 nights they can wipe over their socks or the khafain the leather socks 
and for the person who is resident at home not traveling that it's for one day and night I meaning one 24 hours basically 24 hours for the muqim and that is the time timing as it relates to uh, wiping over the socks so we have this narration here the messenger وسلم, from the hadith of ali radiallahu an that it incorporates the traveler and the one that's not traveling except the difference is the length of time that they can wipe their their, their socks before they have to do the wudu ma'i and that is doing that wudu with water and that is three uh, days you can say for the traveler and uh, one for the muqim the one that is resident that's not traveling and the time begins the moment that they do their first wipe the time begins the moment that they do their first wipe and that's when the period begins Ainam. and another issue that uh, i wanted to um incorporate in today's lesson uh, i ask allah to make it beneficial is the affair of socks meaning other than leather socks because in this hadith specifically mentioned khufain which are leather socks that is jildi that are leather socks as, as is known um, the affair also the ulama they mention uh, in this uh, in this uh, chapter is pertaining to the wiping over the socks the wiping over the socks jawrabain and the sahaba radiyallahu anhum they understood from the narrations of the messenger sallallahu Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that the wiping of the socks is permissible in general the wiping of the socks is permissible and um, uh, this consensus is mentioned by Ibn Hazm and Ibn Qadama it's a consensus amongst the companions meaning there isn't anyone from the companions who oppose this the permissibility of wiping off one's socks when we say socks we mean socks in general not khafain, not the leather socks and this is a consensus mentioned by Ibn Hazm and also Ibn Qudama rahimahumullah ta'ala. However, the ulama, they differed in an in, in affair. And this is another issue, uh, the third that I wanted to discuss with my brothers regarding this, this chapter and sisters. And that is there's a khilaf as it relates to the type of socks. Is it a socks that is see-through or thick socks? Some, some of the scholars have said, that if the socks is um, uh, is see-through and it's thin, that they say it is not permissible to wipe over the socks. They say because it's thin and uh, you can see the skin through the socks. It's see-through. So therefore you cannot wipe over the socks. And this is uh, an ijtihad by a portion of the scholars. Other scholars, and the, the reasoning is that they're saying that it's, uh, it's see-through and uh, it's, uh, you know, the, the presence of the socks is, is relatively insignificant in that regard and it's not the same as a khufain where it's thick. So therefore, they say that um, uh, the one that, that, that has wearing the thin socks that is see-through, that they cannot wipe over it. This is an opinion. And the second opinion is... That is, in, it is indeed permissible to wipe over socks, even if it's see-through. Even if it's see-through. And uh, this is an opinion 
by Ibn Uthaymin some of the Salaf before they had this opinion and presently from the ulama of our time like Muhammad ibn Saleh al-Alama ibn Uthaymin and also al-Alama al-Muhaddith al-Albani and they said that this is uh, is permissible to wipe over the socks even if it's see-through and to be quite honest with you it's a strong opinion in that they say there is no proof to restrict it there is no evidence to restrict it and Sheikh al-Albani rahimahullah ta'ala he mentioned the qaida principle when discussing this issue he said la yajuzu taqidu ma utliq la yajuzu taqidu or taqida ma utliq it's not permissible to restrict that which has been mentioned in absolute form or generally it's impermissible to make something specific that has been mentioned generally it's impermissible to make something that is absolute and restrict it because the Messenger وسلم, did not restrict the material, he did not restrict whether it's see through or it's not see through. So, therefore, it is, not, uh, um, it is not permissible. Barakallahu, uh, there is no proof and evidence for um, uh, prohibiting uh, the wiping of the socks that is see through. Because the intent and the maqsood that they said, and this is from Ibn Uthaymin rahimullah, that the maqsood and the intent is a rukhsa. It's a leeway from Allah Ta'ala to make the affair easy for the person when they're traveling or to make the affair easy for the person when they're, uh, they're, they're, they're residing in their area and so forth. They're not traveling. The muqeem. And this is the opinion of some of the salaf. Uh, and is mentioned by a Nawawi in his Al Majmu' is mentioned by a Nawawi in Al Majmu' which is a Shafi'i uh, from the books of the Shafi'iyah uh, and as for the original the, this is the correct opinion Barakalafi because there's no evidence and that which is not restricted we do not restrict we don't have evidence to restrict it to uh, socks that is thick or socks that is thin we don't have any evidence so therefore we stick to the itlaq we stick to the general absolute mentioning of socks. Um, those who held that it was impermissible are from the likes of some of the Hanabila. And they said that it has to be safiqa, it has to be thick. And that's from the Hanabila and some of the Ahnaf. And this was the position of, uh, in our day, in our present time, uh, Sheikh Abdulaziz ibn Baz, rahimullah ta'ala. They said that it has to be thick. But as mentioned, as uh, Amazing principle mentioned by Sheikh Al-Bani It's not permissible to restrict something which has not been restricted in the Sunnah of the Messenger So therefore, if the socks is thin or if the socks is thick It's permissible to wipe over the socks As the Messenger did not mention in any narration Any type of restriction in that regard now so after this we mentioned some benefits general benefits that we can take from the two narrations that we've studied uh, today <clears throat> and that is first of all the legislation of uh, wiping over the socks when traveling and the period of wiping of that socks when traveling is uh, three days and and the three days and nights and uh, for the person who's not traveling, it's one day, yani 24 hours. And uh, And the correct opinion is that the, 20, the 24 hours begins when you do your first wipe. Again, this is a difference of opinion between the scholars, but the correct opinion is that it is when you do the first wipe. 
Second benefit, barakallahu feekum, is uh, the condition uh, for one to wipe over their socks and it, them to be in a, for it to be valid is that they must have worn the pair of socks in a state of purity, meaning that they have done wudu and they're in a state of purity, they have not lost their wudu and then they've worn that, those socks. And this is uh, no doubt from the statement of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He said, Leave them, don't take them off, because I, Barakalafikum, wore them while I was in a state of purity, and a state of wudu. And uh, from this uh, also benefits that we could take from this hadith, or these two narrations, uh, especially from the narration of Al-Mughira, and that is istihbab khidmat al-ulama wal-fudala. And that is the, the uh, is recommended to serve the scholars and those people of virtue. And likewise, this comes under our parents. Barakallahu feekum. This comes under the people of virtue, no doubt, as your mother and your parents, and helping them and serving them. And it shows the important, this important etiquette displayed by Al-Mughira radiyallahu ta'ala anhu and with this barakallahu is also a refutation against the people of bid'ah in the rejection of uh, wiping over the socks and that is that the proof for wiping over the socks is in the Quran Surah Al-Ma'idah verse number 6 and in various narrations and from them is the hadith of Mughira and the hadith of Hudayfa ibn al-Yaman radiyallahu anhum ajma'in and likewise, the consensus of the Sahaba, the consensus which has been attested to by Ibn Mubarak and Ibn Mundir, Ibn Abdibar, Al-Baghawi, Ibn Qudama, and Al-Nawi, Rahimullahu Ta'ala. So, this is no doubt a ruqsa, um, a leeway from Allah Tabarak Ta'ala. Another example of the samha and the mercy of this legislation that Allah Taala has blessed the Ummah with. And with this we conclude the chapter and sub-chapter rather of Al-Mas'al Al-Khafain, wiping over the socks. Only two narrations mentioned in that regard. And with this we conclude today's lesson. Barakallahu feekum wa hafidhukumullah. Hadawallahu a'lam. Wa sallallahu wa sallam wa barak ala nabina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.